Malibu Dam. Malibu Dam. All right. Yeah, yeah. Cut it off. I got something. We've got some crazy news we have to talk about <laughs> right up at the top here you of the show. You just couldn't get into the song today, could no, you? No, I couldn't because there's too many crazy things have just happened. And I'm, I'm furious. I'm crumpled. I'm, I don't know yeah. what to think right now. Our we, worlds are shattered. Yeah, and this is going to come out... A month after we've, like, <laughs> this is going to come out so far after we find out about this. We'll yeah. have answers by the time this comes out. Our fury will be completely misplaced, but whatever, it's fine. I List, don't think we're going to have answers. I think we are going to have answers, because I will not stop tweeting at David A.R. White until I get answers. Or blocked. Or blocked. Oh, man, that's true. i got to be careful, because we're trying to get that sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta smooth your way in. You can't be Slitherachi in this situation. You know what? Frick that. He owes us answers. <laughs> we pay think... for this service. We give him money every month. He owes us answers to questions that we have regarding our favorite TV show, Malibu Dan the Family Man, and its sister series, Malibu Dan Reloaded. Do you want to find or what we thought? Yeah, do you want to share the revelation that you shared with me before we started recording today that made me so hot? Uh, you're coming in more hot. I think you should give it. No, cuz I'll just I'll yell. I'll be so mad. I had to turn my mic down. <laughs> I was so upset. Why don't you lay it on? Because okay. you're the one who found it. So. so, we thought there was 46 episodes of Malibu Dan, The Family Man, Malibu Dan, the original series and Malibu Dan Reloaded. Reloaded. Fine. Great. So we just start watching the first season. Everything's good. But I saw a similar thumbnail in Reloaded that is coming up for us in the original series. So I did a little investigative uh, journaling, and uh, I found out that Malibu Dan the Family Man Reloaded is just the original series uh, re-kajiggered. Can you say that? You can't say that anymore. You can. You can say Malibu Dan the Family Man Reloaded. I like that. I think that's a better name for the show. (laughs) When we get our season. It's it's reordered. Yeah. And so there's only 23 episodes of this uh, series. And we only have like 13, 15 episodes. 15 episodes left. 15 episodes. And so, listeners, there, there is not two seasons of Malibu Dan the Family Man. There is not two series of Malibu Dan the Family Man. I mean, technically there are. But Reloaded is just season one in a different order. They took the last ten episodes and put them at the start of the season. And then midway through the season, there's a two-part season finale. And then the whole Reloaded ends with an episode about why, like, like a, a Latino jazz singer isn't coming to dinner with them. Like, that's... <laughs> what is this? What happened, David? What are you doing? Do so you I- think uh, the production on <sighs> the last ten episodes or part two is just better so they... Th- they front-loaded, reloaded, so people would think it's a good series and then watch the rest. Maybe. And the rest. And the rest. Maybe. Like, I just, I don't know what it's going to be. And that's the thing. We're going to get to, in, what, like six episodes, we're going to find out what episode one of Reloaded is. Yeah. It's coming up real quick. So we'll see if it gets better. I don't think it will. Like, I don't think suddenly halfway through the season, the budget is going to go up a whole bunch. I was so high on Reloaded. I really thought Reloaded was going to be like, like yeah. just a just a brand new vision of Malibu Dan, the family man. But instead, it's just second verse, same as the first. So what is this? What are you doing, David? 
I I did see a trailer for part two, which I believe is the second half of the episodes. Yeah. And there are new sets. It looks like there's new actors. So they do try to judge up the uh, series. But I thought that's what was happening in Reloaded, which was supposed to be another 23 episodes. So, like, so if you watch Reloaded, it goes from these new judged up sets to just the (laughs) Junka blue screen that they have in this season, in this half of the season. Apparently I, so. I am. I'm crumpled right now. I'm totally crumpled. Yeah. I'm totally flapped. I'm. I, I tweeted David Arrowhead and Pureflix in anger, and not in anger, but just in like disgust and 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 and, and like upsetness and just feeling like bewildered. I was betrayed. Yeah, bewildered. So I tweeted at them at David <laughs> Arrowhead at Pureflix. What is Malibu Dan Reloaded? We want to review both series, but it looks like Reloaded is just the OG series in a different order. What is up with that? Hashtag praise God, hashtag crumpled, hashtag Malibu Dan, hashtag not reloaded. What is that? I I was kind of uh, wondering how Zachariah would take this news because I was <sighs> I was crumpled, my world was shattered, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really mean much or shouldn't mean much. Shut up. So I... I don't say exactly. that. Don't say that. But you are taking it the exact amount of level you should be taking it, which is crumpled and shattered. Yeah. I'm I'm Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome <laughs> right now. I'm furious. I feel like I've been betrayed. And if they're lying about yeah. what Malibu Down the Family Man Reloaded is, what else are they lying about? What, yeah. D- does God even what? exist? It's making me question everything in my life. <laughs> does Pure Flix even exist? Right? You tell me what's impossible with God. Well, not getting two seasons of Malibu Dan, that's what's impossible with God. Yeah, I gave it up to him. I gave him everything. Pure Flicks, David A.R. White, Jesus, Jesus, Hosea. Yeah, the Lamb, the Lamb of Judah, all of it. Yeah. When we... And now... Ooh, you hear know. those cats? Those cats are freaking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about in your mind's eye or for yeah, real? I'm talking about in my brain. I'm hearing cats frick and it's blowing me away. Okay, that's cats, a series. Calm down out there. We have three cats and and our male cat tries to frick one of the other ones and they just like they just make crazy noises and it's like, hey, we're can't you tell we're trying to record a podcast here? Maybe the most important podcast we've ever recorded. Yeah, this is serious beef. Yeah, it's even more serious than. Emily getting an F on her English exam. It's even more serious than that. I don't know about that. That's a whole life lived that's at stake. Oh, you're, true. Grade three English exams <laughs> are like, that's that's the, a watershed moment for a lot of people. They look back and go like, my life changed after that moment. It's like getting punched in the chest by your pastor. It just, it changes the trajectory of your life. I'm so proud of Kate throughout this whole episode. Me too. Hey guys, this is episode eight, Homework Problems. That's what we're talking about this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. Why? And they're real problems. And they're uh, not. I want to call him David A.R. White. Uh, but, you know, Dan, the family man, is taking it real seriously because they have Dr. Felicia Ricky mm-hmm. on the episode. I, I will say, of the show. much like Malibu Dan Reloaded, the uh, title of this episode <laughs> is misleading because it's not homework problem she's having it's test problem she failed a test she didn't not do her homework yeah she's having dan problems yeah i'm having dan problems right now am i emily we are emily in this situation (laughs) we are emily (laughs) 
That's a t-shirt. <laughs> Hashtag we are Emily. <laughs> Can we get that trending? Is that a thing? Yeah, for sure. And then like Emily Blunt will be like, why is everybody talking about me? Or maybe she's British. Oi! Oi, pig! Why is everybody talking about me? And that's not. That's a bad British accent. That's Australian. No, that's that's pretty close. I think that's on brand. Well, I, I instead of saying pig, I wanted to say the c word. And then I'm like, well, I can't do that. We don't have the ex- we got rid of the explicit rating on you on uh, Apple Podcasts. So I can't I can't drop a hard c on this show anymore anymore. Like I, could I honestly before. thought that you had a cameo from Emily Blunt. Thank you. Well, I'm I'm a master <laughs> of accents. Yeah, chimney sweet mate. <laughs> chim chim. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Chim Chim Anyway. Chim Chim Anyway. <laughs> that, you know that famous song by Dick Van Dyke? Chim Chim Anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it. So, Dr. I Fo- got scared of that movie when I was a kid. What movie is that? I don't even know. Uh, Chim 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 Chim. I gotta sing it. Right. To find it's out. Mary Poppins. Oh, Sherry Poppins. I've never seen Mary Poppins. Really? It Why would I? I'm a, I'm a boy. A I had to shy away. I'm a boy. Why would I watch Mary Poppins? Yeah, really, just I, because you got a dangle between nah. your angles doesn't mean you got to not watch Mary Poppins. Uh, back in 1993, it did. I'm too busy out here <laughs> watching Mortal Kombat in theaters opening night. I don't have time for Mary Poppins. I want to see Liu Kang's younger brother get his back broken by Shang Tsung. That's what I want to see. I mean, that is cool that, and you, very you, uh, manly of you. I only brought it up because you said Mary Poppins fricked you up. Well, that opening of Mortal Kombat fricked me up <laughs> when Shang Tsung <laughs> snapped his brother's back and went, your soul is mine. And I was like, oh, I don't want to get my back broken. <laughs> There's a scene in Sherry Bobbins where they all start maniacally laughing and start floating towards the ceiling, <laughs> and there's a bunch, and they just like have bad teeth because they're British. Yeah, of course. Is that it, is that the freakiest scene for you? Yeah, it really like worse than it, worse than any horror film I've ever seen. It's just uh, what are, it's tantalizingly tingling. What are some other traumatic memories from your childhood? That was it. No, that I had can't a be pretty it. Pretty blessed childhood. That can't be it. There's got to be other things. I'll tell you another one of mine. <laughs> you could, you failed the English exam. I failed an English exam, and my dad got his whole work crew to come to the house to badger me about it. Can you believe <laughs> that's that the episode? Really? That's. I mean, that's the show. Uh, we get something mind-blowing in the opening of this episode, though. Uh, something that I, well, you never thought we'd ever see. I was pretty convinced we'd get it, but you never thought we'd see it. We get a sign-off from Wake Up Malibu. I remember this differently. I feel like I was the one that said that we would get a sign-off, and you said we would never No. I said we get were going to get, I said the last episode of the show was going to be a sign-off. So, you know what? Maybe I was just predicting that they were going to reorder the show, and then this was going to become the last episode, and it was going to end with a sign-off from Dan. Yeah, your world was going to get turned. <sighs> yeah, for real. Do you want to hear their sign-off? Yeah. So every oh. episode of Wake Up Malibu, presumably, ends with Dan going, so that's a goodbye from my spectacular co-host, Holiday Sinclair. I'd been calling her Holiday St. Clair this entire time. Turns out her name is Holiday Sinclair. What a mind fudge. So that's a yeah. goodbye from my spectacular co-host, Holiday Sinclair. And from me, Dan Marshall, we want to wish you a good time in the sunshine. Yuck in my yum. 
and then bam, bam, <laughs> bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Seems like this whole day is a yuck and you're yum. I mean, for real. I, I started my day watching that new little Nas X video where he gives the devil a lap dance, and now I'm just, I my whole world is fudged. I just don't know what's going on anymore. Well, you also started my day with that video. Montero. <laughs> I know. Well, what a... What a film. What did you think about him flying up to heaven and then a stripper pole coming down and him grabbing the stripper pole and riding it down into hell? <laughs> what did you think about that bit of imagery? I thought it was apt. Me too. Pupil. I got to say, it's no Old Town Road, but it is a pretty good song. I don't hate Montero. It's pretty good. Video's pretty good. <laughs> it has a lot going for it. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I never thought I would watch a man give the devil a lap dance, break his neck, and then put on the devil horns for himself. But here we you are. No, I kind of thought I would. You thought it'd be you, though. Yeah, it's true. Like when I was a young child watching Mary Bobbins. <laughs> one, watching Mary Bobbins going, one day I'm going to give the devil a lap dance. And your dad was like, what was that? What would you say, Johnny? <laughs> I think we have to get him some help. Mm -hmm. when, I was, nah. when I was five, Alien 3 was aired on television in our, in our, in our city. And I, was, I watched it with my dad and... I was laying on like you know those like foam like soft foam chairs that kids have, like mm -hmm. in the nineties. You know what I'm talking about uh, like high back chair. Um, I was laying in one of those and I was shaking so much in the first five minutes that I had to stop watching the movie. I could only get five minutes into it. I, it was scaring me so much, and so then I had to stop. And then th the next year when I was six, they played it again, and I watched it then, and I watched it all the way to completion. So. But that first yeah. time, I was just, like, vibrating. I was so scared. And then I had to just leave. I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, and then you watched it confidently and uh, dispelled your fears. Yeah, and I watched a woman kill herself while an alien burst out of her chest, jumped into lava. It was crazy. And I went, that's good. That's, like, that's I'm, I'm cool. okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gross. It didn't freak me up at all. Made me totally sane and normal. <laughs> Yeah, those things don't affect you throughout life. No, not whatsoever. at all. Not at all. Well, you see horrible things as a child and just water off a duck's back, right? Like, whatever. You watch Night of the Living Dead and you see the main character get domed by a bunch of racist farmers at the end and you go, nah, that's not going to do anything to me. It's fine. Nope, no psychological trauma whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Video games, the same. Exactly. You see a woman's yabos and starship troopers and then you watch her in Amerigeddon years later and all you can think about is, oh, that's, uh, that's Dizzy from, uh, yeah, <laughs> from starship <laughs> troopers. I'm not even going to learn her name in real life. Healthy sex. Exactly. And that's what this episode of Malibu Down the Family Man is about. Eh, I wouldn't go <laughs> <laughs> But Bam Wallets makes another appearance. I think this is his last appearance, or like one of his last yeah. appearances, because John O'Hurley is only credited for five episodes of this show. And we've seen him four at least. Yeah, I, I mean, I could swear that this is five, so yeah. <laughs> I, I could be wrong, but I don't, I don't know. That's a sad day. He only really had one great episode. This one what? wasn't so great. What are you talking about? He's, he's got a, a bonsai tree, as he calls it. <laughs> yeah, and it's a metaphor for parenting and the shadow thing. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. What did you think they about his... They bring it around at the end. What did you think about his great line where he's like, uh, nothing good comes from a man's shadow, Dan. It's where a man stores his dark ickiness. 
It's like, I don't Yeah, and that's uh, related to his parenting of uh, his daughter. Yeah, you got some skeletons, Bam. What is going on? What is your dark ickiness? Is it Yeah, that... that's some dark ickiness. Ooh, dark ickiness sounds bad now. Like, are you the one who ordered two series of Malibu Dan, the family man, and then went, we can just reorder it and, <laughs> and just call it Malibu Dan Reloaded? Is that your dark ickiness? Do you think uh, Bam Wallets is the co- other co-creator of uh, Pure Flix? No, I think Tommy Blaze is the other co-creator of Pure Flix, if I had to guess. <laughs> I don't know. Based on those YouTube videos, I don't know if he could create such a behemoth. He he wrote pretty much everything David Arrowhite has ever done. His credits That's and, true. His credits and David Arrowhite's credits are identical, just with different titles. One is actor, one is writer, and it's just the same all the way down. Yeah, they definitely uh, celebrate like the 5th of May together, too. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo. Mm, that's my wife's birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I had tickets to go see Buckcherry this year or last year on Cinco de Mayo. And then thanks yeah. to, you know, the pandemic, it got canceled. So I think I had, oh, I had, I had second row center seats to go see Buckcherry on Cinco de Mayo. Can you even imagine what that show would have been like? That show would have been amazing. Yeah, that's hype. That, and I've, I've gotten rid of going to concerts and being like eighth, 80th row back yeah, or yeah, like yeah. sitting in the nosebleeds. Those are just like, they're nothing anymore. Yeah. It's why I could just watch a DVD of this. Why, yeah, why am I here? DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I could watch an ultra HD DVD if I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Or Blu-ray. Yeah, exactly. I could watch a 3D Blu-ray of this. Yeah, 3D Blu-ray. We should uh, hype up 3D Blu-ray. Yeah, what up? think we could get a sponsorship? Yeah, for sure we could. What up, Sony? What up, creators of 3D Blu-rays? Hit us up. What up, Samsung, just to cover our bases, maybe? Good call. I mean, my TV and and surround sound system is Samsung, so yeah. What up? Uh, Send me some speakers. (laughs) What up? What up? That's how you get sponsorships in in 2021. What up, Cherry? What up, Buck Cherry? Come back to my city so I can have second row tickets. I I can't though because I I um I got a refund on it. I contacted the 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 place, the theater, and I was like, give me my money back. <laughs> I'm, this is never gonna happen. It got postponed two or three times, and now even if it happens again, it's not gonna be on Cinco de Mayo, so they're not gonna be getting drunk on tequila and spitting on people. So what's even the point of going at that point? Were you gonna get spit on? Why do you think I got second row tickets? No. Were you going to wear a Guy Fox mask? Yeah, yeah, for sure I was. Absolutely. Remember, remember the 5th of May. And that's what I'll say to spit everyone. Spit on my face, Buck spit- Cherry. <laughs> no, I, you don't get spit on in a Buck Cherry show. It's not a Headley concert. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me into reality. Yeah. I'm glad. I, well, I didn't want you to leave this show with misconceptions about <laughs> Buck Cherry and, and what they bring to a live show. Yeah, and your uh, fandom of them. Oh, I love Buckcherry. They're one of my top uh, top three hundred favorite bands. I'd say. <laughs> I'd say they're in my top thousand. Yeah, That's they're nice. they're way up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean that song. Uh, uh, I love that cocaine. That song's actually not a bad song. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> I'll listen to it unironically sometimes. And go. Yeah, this song is fine. It's totally fine. Lit up. That's what the song's called. I'm a mega fan. I know things. Well, I'll turn it up when I'm in the car listening to it, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I'll scream it at people from my car as I drive by. That's, like, become a major uh, theme of the show. 
<laughs> Man, those tickets must have been lit. Man, it was. I was gonna get lit up at that show. I'm not someone who drinks or does drugs, but I would have gotten. I'd have taken anything anyone would have given me at that show. Well, you'd probably be offered ecstasy at I mean, the door. To be honest, I'd probably have been offered nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been offered anything at a show? At a show, uh, yeah. I think a, I think a, a you know like a, a twist of the devil's grass got past me at something, but I don't think yeah. I ever took it. <laughs> uh, I was at the Rolling Stones and I got offered a twist of the devil's lettuce and yeah, but didn't that was, take it. That was by your dad, though. No, but <laughs> I was with my dad and I felt weird and it didn't happen. Did he reach over and take it instead? No, he doesn't like the devil's lettuce. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. I, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather t- have a sample of the devil's lettuce than the devil's dandruff. That's all I got to say. Yeah, that's all we got to say. That's right. Also, if the devil wants a lap dance, you know who to call. Uh, Little Nas X. Oh, I was going to say Jonathan Taylor Taylor and Zachariah Ty Bryant. <laughs> what up, y'all? This is God's Favorite Podcast, Pure Boys, Midweek Freak Treat. Hey, let's get into it. Episode 8. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think we covered everything that needed to be discussed in this episode i mean that's the thing is like emily gets an f dan's mad about it kate doesn't care dan's freaking out he's distracted at work so arlen's like we're all going to your house to get to the bottom of why she got this f turns out she got the f because the night before the exam she was up all night trying to get her jingle puff into a jangle puff and that's i mean and which we've all done yeah of course we've all been in grade three before you're trying to get that jingle puff into a jangle puff i get it yeah but dan wasn't thinking about photosynthesis enough and yeah everybody got effed exactly who was abraham lincoln what did he do for this country he was the president and he freed the slaves oh why why on at that (laughs) like it's a child answering a question i don't get it It's sweet like sugar. Did you really? Did you like when Dan got in Arlen's face when Arlen was trying to run that meeting and Dan got up and was yelling at him? Uh, no, I don't remember that at all. Is that in the conference room or yeah. Dan's office? It's in Dan's office, and Arlen's like trying oh, to run okay. the meeting, and he's like, "Dan, can you just pay attention?" And Dan gets out of his chair, gets in Arlen's face, and is like, "I can't pay attention. My daughter is failing at school." How dare you try to, like, draw me into this garbage? I don't... Do your job and make the show better, Arlen. You don't need me to do it. That's your job. And he's not wrong. Yeah, Dan Dan and Arlen have a will-they-won't-they relationship. And will they fight or won't they make up? (laughs) Yeah. Will they fight or will Arlen not have a job next week because Dan's the showrunner? (laughs) What's up with Arlen, like turning his back to everybody in Dan's office and like jiggling in his pants before the scene starts. I have that note too. It looked like he was peeing on the door in Dan's office. <laughs> such a weird <laughs> choice. To, such a weird blocking choice to start the scene. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. Why have that in there? Also, why was Holiday so nice in this episode? Like she was mean at the start and then as soon as Dan's like my daughter's having problems, she's like, "Oh my god, let me just like help you out so much and here's some flashcards to help your daughter and, you know, you should listen to her and help her and all this stuff." And it's like, "Who are you? Are you on opiates right now, Holiday? What are you doing? You're like a different person." I didn't I feel like the actor playing Holiday didn't want to feel like a piece of crap anymore. <laughs> and was like, hey, can I be nice? Hey, you're my IRL husband. Can you stop writing me like a total B? 
He's from like, apartment no. 23. Exactly. Don't trust her. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that was a real show, huh? <laughs> it's on uh, Disney Plus. You no. can watch all of the episodes. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because they acquired things and oh. they're trying to be the the guys, you know? The guys. Yeah. We could watch Eight Simple Rules for dating your teenage daughter. No, eight, that's not right. That's, yeah, eight, eight Simple Rules for, de- for dating your teenage daughter. <laughs> that's on there. Oh, my God. So heavenly, too. When you got the F, he wasn't thinking about you. He was thinking about himself. Oof. Brutal, Nicole. That's a real <laughs> gut punch to him. Nicole's got some hot knowledge in this episode. She's really laying into him. She's looking... And- yeah, go on. Voice of reason. And voice of reason. She's looking super professional in that sleeveless turtleneck. I got to say, I was like, glow up, Nicole. That's a good look for you. You should adopt that look permanently. Yep. Yeah, th- throughout this uh, whole series, like you said last episode, she is uh, she's turning into a young woman before <laughs> our very eyes. She's blossoming. Yeah. What a gross way to she's put blossom. it. She's blossoming. What a... Isn't it gross that they use people use terms like deflower and blossoming when they talk about like women and girls? What a gross couple of gross terms. Yeah, the South. I feel like it's the South's fault. The South, with their promenades, ugh, and their quinceañeras. <laughs> no quinceañeras are tight. That's true. We threw our cat a quinceañera two years ago. It was, I mean, it was low key compared to the Super Sweet Sixteen party we threw her the next year that you were at. Yeah. What'd you think yeah. of that party? That was the best. I had a great time. <laughs> Is that the last party you went to before the pandemic shut everything down? Because it was the last party we threw. It was very close to the uh, <laughs> pandemic, wasn't it? Like, it was, it was after Christmas. Yeah, it was February, like mid I think it was like the Valentine's weekend or something like that. Yeah, that would have been weeks before it happened. Yeah, that was the last thing we probably did. <laughs> oh! You okay? Yeah, Air did not want to work with me there. Yeah, Air really... I thought I blew into the mic, but it was you. <laughs> How uncomfortable did you get when Arlen called Emily sweetie? Uh, very. Yeah. I I don't think he should be engaging with Emily whatsoever. No. It made my skin crawl off my body and jump in the garbage disposal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you notice all the weird... This is a, a hallmark of our Malibu Dan reviews, our midweek freak treats, but did you notice all the continuity weirdness in this episode? No. It was... And usually I do. It was more in the first half of the episode, but, like, it was so weird. So, like, in in the kitchen, in, in, the fir- in the second scene in the kitchen with Kate, Dan is talking to her, and it's it's... Kate's coverage so they're filming Kate Dan's got his back to her she takes the book from Dan and rolls her eyes at him and then when we cut to Dan's coverage she takes the book again and rolls her eyes at him and it was like oh no tighten it up what are you doing tighten it up a little bit that's awful and then like there was another I can't believe I missed that this is like my favorite thing to observe during these episodes because it's the funnest stuff, and it makes no sense, and it really destructs the world. Yeah. Later in the episode, Kate and Dan are in the living room, and Kate's folding laundry, and she folds the same plaid shirt, like, three times. Like, she just folds it, puts it away, and then the next shot of her, she picks up the same plaid shirt, folds it again, puts it away, and then it cuts again, and she picks up the same plaid shirt. And I just, what are you doing? I hope Reloaded smooths out some of these problems, although I don't think it will. 
Yeah, take the plant away from the dartboard. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting heart palpitations. I'm so worked up about this. I I can't believe I missed any of this. My continuity mind must have been just like clicked off today or something. I mean, in your defense, though, you were carrying the burden of this reloaded news, and you were just you were that probably was turning around in your brain the entire time. I don't blame you for missing things like continuity. You had a lot on your mind this morning. Thank you for being brave enough yeah. to even watch the episode after everything that you've been through. I was very bla- brave, brave, yeah, brave. Blave. You were blessed and brave, yeah. Blessed and brave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there anything else we got to talk about? Oh, there's no God stuff in this episode. None. Uh, there really hasn't been for a couple episodes, has there? Not re- Yeah, there was like, I think the last one was when Dan was like, your daughter knows the lesson of, you know, you, whatever, you, what you take to heaven, what you give away <laughs> or whatever he said. Yeah, during the picnic. No, during uh, during the painting episode. Oh yeah, uh, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. I think there's a godly parable in uh, the picnic one. Oh, there is Paul. There's the whole Paul thing <laughs> where he's like, "This book, his Paul's words will last longer than any meme." And I, I don't think so. <laughs> Memes are forever, Dan. What are you talking about? Eh, whatever, Dan. You get an F in this one. Yeah, exactly. You think people aren't going to be talking about like keyboard cat in a hundred years? Get out of here. You think Numa? That's Numa? all they're going to be talking about. Exactly. You don't think Numa Numa is going to be the new like national anthem for America in twenty one twenty? I don't think so. I was going to play dumb and ask you what Numa Numa was, but I know what Numa Numa is. Of course you do. Memes are forever. <laughs> there was. Uh, I, I, I we follow Victoria Jackson on Twitter, and she's like, she's a <laughs> she's a, a bonkers person too, from the looks of it. And she had, yeah. she posted a picture of her holding a protest th- sign that said, it says on the top of it, we don't want no, and then the words no socialism with like a, a circle with a line through it. So she's basically saying on the sign, we want socialism, but she's like, yeah, that's socialism is the first step to communism, holding a sign saying, we don't want no, no socialism. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I yeah, that is a double negative, and she should know her role. Yeah, in that situation, she's gonna and socialism is pretty cool. It's pretty, pretty tight. It's pretty dope. Most things are socialism. <laughs> like, tell yeah. me how they aren't. Hey, what up? Turns out we're a bunch of leftist liberal soy boy cucks on this show. Yeah, a bunch of socialist pricks. Ah, Kevin Sorbo, you will hate us in the future, or maybe the present. I don't know. Who knows? This this episode's yeah, what- coming out five weeks from now. Who knows what'll happen? When we kiss Kevin Sorbo on the lips, he's not going to like it. Mm-mm. Sorry, I I, you, I stopped listening as soon as you said, when we kiss. <laughs> Kevin Sorbo's lips. Oh, sure. I mean, that's fine, too. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love you. I love you. We, we love, love you. you. Malibu Dan. Malibu Dan. Love it.